Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi Junior High podcast where two black millennials deep dive into a Canadian teen drama from the 80s, because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's get started. And we're back. Yeah, I was kind of aggressive just now. We're back. back. It's episode five. I'm sorry for shouting at you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are in it. We're in season one still, and I think we're starting to pick up. We are picking up. We're learning characters. Things are yeah. happening to these children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you feeling since our last yeah. recording? Because our last episode was heavy, heavy, heavy. It was. I was <laughs> when we were okay. When I finished watching it, I was like trying to like figure out how I was going to rank everything, and I was like, this one. It was just. It I feel like in comparison, it was so. Light. It was so light, but I honestly, it was welcomed. I needed the palate cleanser because I was like, we did like a child abuse episode. Oh my episode. gosh, I like, know. You know, before we, we recorded that episode, I was looking at the list of just like Degrassi episodes and thought like, oh man, I don't want to do this one. Like the great race, like mm-hmm. it's going to be such a lame one. After watching the cover up yeah. though, I'm like, it was welcomed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I feel the same way. Like I am happy with this. This is not a bad thing. Yeah, but we did survive it, and you know we still came back, and that's what's important because we're doing we're doing God's work. Yes, we are. We really are. Mm-hmm. Are you drinking? Yes. Sorry, I was thinking. I was trying to think of something witty to say, but I like nothing came out. But yes, I am drinking um, some rosé that is not overly sweet this time because I bought it for myself. Not your mama's rosé. That's what <laughs> not she your call mama's rosé. We should start our own rosé company. Just because we should. I feel like that already exists. That name already exists, though. Probably. I feel like all the names have been taken. I know. Um, but it was a little bit too dry. So I had to, like, you know, mellow it out with a little bit of ginger ale because I am old, apparently. And mm. too, too much acidity in my wine gives me a little bit of heartburn. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, I need a Tums. <laughs> I know. So, but, you know, if I want to drink, like, I got to be responsible with it. That's true. A little splash of in ginger ale or seltzer and I'm good. Mm. It's like a little, like a little spritz, like a rosé spritz. A little rosé spritz. A little Aperol spritz. Okay. <laughs> That's how you say Aperol spritz. Like if you're cool, you say Aperol spritz. Um, I'm hey, drinking, drinking. I'm drinking the same old. I'm drinking Three Floyds Gumball Head because I bought a six pack and I still had some left. So mm. I'm drinking this. Clutch. Yeah. You know, it's a good time. Living. Yeah. Let's like jump into it. This episode is The Great Race. It's episode five of season one. Yep. Um, the original air date was February 15th, 1987, the day after Valentine's Day. So, you mm. know, they were loving up and, you know, it was cuffing season in Canada because it was cold up there. It gets cold up there. All right. When it's cold, you want someone to snuggle with. And when it's the 80s, you really want someone to snuggle with. And it's not even just like snuggle to like snuggle, but like snuggle because you literally will die because it's so cold. No, it's survival. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're not, you think, I'm not doing this because I like you. I'm doing this because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, February 15th, 1987. In this episode, um, the synopsis is, the girls from the swim team challenge the boys on the soccer team to a swimming competition. Mm. It's Bet. really cut and dry. <laughs> it's one sentence. It's very simple. Yeah, very, very simple, yeah. Yeah, so we start off before the theme song. We're in the girls' locker room. Um, it's a swim team. Yeah. And uh, poor little Melanie. Melanie is looking at her little <laughs> her little blossoming bosom in the mirror. Also, okay, so she's looking at her little blossoming bosom, and she's complaining of how flat-chested she was. But mm-hmm. she was not flat-chested, like, For her all. age? Because she's, like, 11, 12? Yeah. I'm like, that's... You're fine. Like, that's not... What I would consider, like, oh, you're flat-chested. Also, you're wearing a swimsuit, which, I like... Know, yeah. It's a one-piece athletic swimsuit, so it, like, smushes your boobs down. Yeah. I mean, when I think of flat-chested, I literally think of, like, like a boy's chest. Yeah. And she wasn't that. I mean, this is going to come up a lot. I think we're going to be talking a lot about, like, tits in this episode because it's all about titties. <laughs> but Today. It really, it's, it's a very tit-heavy episode. <laughs> but, like, when you're that age, like, that does feel like she's... You're comparing yourself to the other girls. There's That's always true. that one girl in the class who's got like the bazongs. <laughs> She's like, f- like fucking Marilyn Monroe in here. What's that one scene in the in the uncut version of Sixteen Sixteen Candles where it's like um, the one chick in the bathroom? It's like boom, <laughs> and it was a straight up like zoom in on her like bare naked breast. And I was like, wow, like especially because I'd only ever seen the TV version and I saw the movie and I was like, whoa, like I don't, yeah, what. 
And I'm pretty sure it was rated PG because like the rating system was weird back then. So it was like PG is like, it's like full titty. It was the air quotes rating system. Like that's true. But I think in my mind, I was just kind of like in my adult self, I was like, oh, Melanie, like you're fine. Like itty, what, what, there's itty, itty bitty, bitty titty. titty committee. <laughs> bitty, titty committee. But hers yes. weren't that itty bitty, but I, yeah, it's just kind of like that self-consciousness of that age. Yeah. And of course, LD's there and LD is um <laughs> an interesting <laughs> character. She's like she's like I think like they're trying to do the whole like oh she's like the tomboy, but it's like yeah, but, it's but she looks like a trucker. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but like it's 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 like a it's a weird type of tomboy and I'm like, why is like it's like a little bit too much. Like feels very just like forced. forced. Yeah, yes. very, very forced. Very forced tomboy. Like it's not like when I think of a classic tomboy. Okay, I think of Chrissy from the Babysitters Club. Like when I think of tomboy, yes. I think of that, and I feel like that was like a good tomboy. And that like it felt like an authentic. Like she's just like sports. LD just feels like she's really trying hard to be like, I have brothers. I have a, a dad. I like sports. I wear trucker hats. I'm like okay, LD, relax. Like no, yeah, I think of I think of Chrissy from Babysitters Club. I also think. Do you remember that one movie? Um, what was it called? It was like with Rosie O'Donnell and Demi Moore, and it was like a flashback. Now and then, Christina and then, Ricci's yes. character. Yes. Okay, yes. I've been trying to find Now and Then on TV, and I can't find it anywhere. What's going on? I don't even know how I it's first not on watched- streaming services. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what happened? Well, I definitely have it on DVD, but no one watches DVDs anymore. So, Ugh, I might just make you. I might make you bring that with you when you come visit me. Done, done. Because done. I love that movie. But yes, like those were authentic. Mm-hmm tomboys and i feel like ld is just like okay ld relax also correct me if i'm wrong or if they just are trying to like i mean in this time and era it's like tomboy automatically meant lesbian in these like shows but i mean that could not be it but like does her character like come out as being a lesbian i don't think she ever does and i don't think she is i don't think she's she's supposed to be i think she's just a tomboy or i mean don't get me wrong like do I get sapphic vibes from LD? Yes. Will LD probably come out in college? Probably. But <laughs> I don't think she, I don't think she's supposed to be like a lesbian. The only reason I ask this is because during this scene, like, okay, so Melanie is asking her like, come on, LD, what do you think? And she like is obviously like staring at her boobs, but like, wait, you're asking me to comment on your boobs? This is what I've been waiting for. Like, <laughs> <laughs> stop it. I mean, that wasn't the look on her face, but I think like it the way <laughs> that her character was kind of like it, that's what I, that's what I was like. I didn't, couldn't tell if she was just being super awkward and like this is what tall boys do. I think that was like bad acting. Okay, yeah. I also noticed that this actress who plays LD, she has a lot of weird eye things. Like she like her eyes are always like out like stretched a lot. And I'm like, I don't. Yeah. Wanna, are you surprised? Like I don't know what's going oh, on. See, in my mind, that was like, oh, like look at those. She's asking me to look at her boobs. Like yes. Mm. and so i was just kind of like are they trying to like kind of like hint at something later but i couldn't remember if that was a thing or i don't not. think so. i don't think so i don't remember that being a thing yeah. i know i actually think in the next episode we start talking about someone like thinking they're gay Ooh. but that's i'm not gonna spoil that <laughs> but that's not this episode so yeah. let's not don't sh- i didn't say anything <laughs> who said that what is there goes in here anyway uh melanie wants a bra and all these like bitch relax so then we get the theme song of course which mm-hmm. is great and we jump into um the swim meet yeah. girls are, are swimming and they win because that's what they do that's what girls do like <laughs> that's what girls do do you remember that song that was like a thing yes that's what who's it like cheryl crow or something do. no it's like that like one of those like dinky ass like uh <laughs> pop star like pop groups from like the ter- 2000s like play or like, or like a- dream a- or something. <laughs> yeah, like eighteen, like or like you know, like one of those like dinky ones. I feel like that was yeah. always playing in like a lot of like teen girl movies of that era, mm-hmm. like Sleepover. I um, love that like movie. Lizzie McGuire. I feel like that was like yeah. These are you're literally listing off some of my favorite like movies. I just I, I, you, I, I love go. those movies. But also, okay, when I was watching them swim, I was like, I think I'm used. To, the only time I ever watched swimming is like during the Olympics. Oh, I'm used to that speed. And so when I'm watching them swim, I'm like, why are they so slow? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have the same thought. I was like, it's not fast. <laughs> like, you're not Michael Phelps. Like, what are you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> but put me in the water and try to race against them. I'd be like, so, so slow. You know, I don't mean to be a stereotype, 
I can swim. I'm not a very strong swimmer, though. I'm. I consider myself to be a strong swimmer. I mean, I. But yeah. that's the thing. It's like I know. I know the different strokes and stuff. But I'm not. I'm not racing. You know. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'll, I'll race you to drown. I'll win. <laughs> That's it. But I'm not like racing anybody to the other end of the pool because I'm not gonna make it. I think I also just give up because I like I know I'm gonna lose. It's so tiring though. I remember I tried to do it once because I'm like, oh, this will be fun exercise. I love swimming. No, I hate it. It's the worst. So you realize that you love swimming and the like. Oh, like I like to be in a bathing suit and like jump around the water. I don't like to (laughs) swim. I like to like be in the water. I just like to stand in the pool. Yes. (laughs) So Degrassi wins, and next we get um, our next scene, and they're like, they're leaving Radich's class. And, of course, Joey, God, he's, like, talking to Steph, and he's like, oh, I got A-plus in sex education last year. And I'm like, all that means is that you know what syphilis is, Joey. It doesn't mean that, like, you could fuck. You. Like, calm down. Like, and you're 12. You could label a penis diagram. Good job. And possibly a woman's genitalia diagram. I but- doubt it. I doubt it. Joey's yeah. not finding any kind of clitoris. But, like, <laughs> when he's an adult, of course, not as a child. But, like, also, like, does anyone fail sex ed? Like, I feel like they, that's, like, the it's a bird course. Like, health class is the easiest class in school ever. Thank you. Also, like, they can't fail you. <laughs> I know, because they literally just want you to feel like you're confident in the knowledge and stuff. I don't think they care if you're confident. That just might be the U.S. public school system. I feel like they just... Oh, they true. teach to you because like well we have to and like yeah. if you walk away like still <laughs> thinking you can use saran saran wrap as a condom <laughs> they don't care they're like cool i can get the fuck out of here i don't care but i just thought like what after well after hearing joey jeremiah say that i literally wanted to vomit of course and i literally wrote barf with like five f's because that's how i felt and also why was steph looking so impressed yeah i feel like steph you should know better you're you're, you're you wear pedal <sighs> pushers i feel like you should be you should know better like after he said it she's like ooh, like her face is just kind of like intrigued intrigued mm-hmm. Ugh. i'm like oh joey on, get girl. away like gross <laughs> And then he opened his locker and there's like a bunch of like softcore porn on it from like uh, like Sports Illustrated and stuff. Right. And I'm like, I know how, what? <laughs> what? Somebody talks to, somebody talks to this little boy. He gets on my nerves. He's just a little nasty little boy. So in that same scene, LD's talking to stuff and she's like, yeah, we made it to the city finals. And she's like, are you going to announce it on like the, the speakers or whatever, intercom? And Steph's like, no, like our like sports rep does that. And I'm like. Why are there so many duties in the school? Like, Steph just announced right. that she's not. Also, like, Steph could not care less. No. No, she really could not. She's, she, Steph is just in her own world, flirting with Joey, teasing her hair. She's, like, <laughs> she's, like, living her fantasy. Um, But after that, like, we get to Yick and Arthur, which, I'm sorry, Yick and Arthur are adorable, but also I really hate any subplot with Yick and Arthur, because just, like, them bumbling around so the school lame. and just, like, oh, oh. Yeah, we should do this. It's like it's just annoying because their whole thing is like, yeah. oh man, like we're not growing enough. Like we're not growing fast enough. Going to my next growth spurt. Like, yeah, like we're short asses. I said it like that because I watched a British show. Where they call someone a short ass. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. So the short asses. And um, <laughs> meanwhile, Snake walks past. Of course, Snake is like abnormally large for like, a child that age. I, but also, like, this kind of, when I thought of that, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I was snake in school, especially in middle school. Like, I've been the height that I am. I'm about 5'10", a little bit more than that. And I've been this height since, like, fourth grade. <laughs> you were not 5'10 <laughs> in the fourth grade. Yes, I was. Wait, seriously? Like, I've stopped growing for a long time. Like, I I just spurred up and then I stopped growing. Well, Lord, I, Lord, I met you in middle school. So you were... I don't, yeah. I, actually, I can't remember if you, I guess you probably were the same height. I mean, I was the same height. Yeah. I, I was like, I was weird because for a long time, I actually was tall, like compared to the other kids oh, for, for yeah. my age. And then I, at like 11, I stopped growing at 5'2", and I've just been like the shortest person always. <laughs> yeah, I just remember like in my, like at our fifth grade graduate or like promotion ceremony, like, and it's like all my pictures with my friends and like, it looked like I'm an adult, <laughs> like hugging or like... <laughs> Like these are my children. <laughs> Here's me and my friends, but I look like I'm like the teacher, like getting a picture with my students. Oh no! So, like, tell me, like, what was that like? 
I don't know. It's just like you're not kind of like into like the like my feet were too big for for kids shoes. Like <laughs> I don't think I ever wore kids shoes. Like the the cool capris or like pants or whatever. Also, I think at this point I didn't shop for myself, so my mom was shopping for me. So it's just it was it was just a rough patch. <laughs> like there's no there's no limited to ain't, ain't gonna fit over these hips and it, it was just a struggle being the tallest kid mostly because of shoes yeah that's all i remember really yeah that makes sense though i think especially for like a girl too because like being a mm. tall guy is one thing but, like being a tall girl is just like i'm sure it's own like, yeah because you're ba- you're taller than all the girls and the boys at that yeah. age yeah yeah it just added to my awkwardness you, you should have just like <laughs> owned it and been like um, you know, in Sixteen Candles, that like one like weightlifting chick, yes. she just like been her and just like. Wait, was that LD? <laughs> <laughs> yes, LD actually was in. That. No, it was not, but it could have been. Like you just like showed up at school kind of and started like, like lifting the boys and like throwing them, and they would have, and they would have, and they would have realized they kind of liked it. Yeah, that definitely was not me at that age. I was definitely like, what's confidence? <laughs> what's what's speaking my mind? Yeah, that was definitely not happening at that age. <laughs> oh, but Snake and Melanie make eyes and I ship them. And I don't know if it's because like they would be good together or because they're both tall and skinny. But I was like, these guys are cute. Because <laughs> Melanie's kind of tall too. Or she seems like she's kind of like a taller yeah. girl. And I was like, ooh, like you and Snake. Yeah, she's like, le- she's lengthy. Yeah, she's kind of lanky. She's really bad posture. Yeah. But don't we all? Well, I Get do. those shoulders back, okay? Maybe that's what she needed, the bra. If she would have gotten the bra, maybe it would help her with the posture. Kind of like tits up. That's true. Shoulders back. You know? <laughs> that's what you need. Oh, and of course, LD sees it. And she's like, oh, like, oh, you like snake, eh? And she's A. And I'm like, ah! Like, we're in Canada. Oh, my God. Also, do you know that, like, recently Degrassi Palooza happened? And next year, we need to go to that. We're going to Degrassi Palooza. Um, Listener... If you live in Canada, like, what, just wait. You're going to see us. We're going to be in Toronto, and we're going to be at Degrassi Palooza with all our faves. We're going to be there. But yes, if, you, if any of you guys were there at Degrassi Palooza, we're extremely jealous. I want to meet the guy who played Joey to his face and be like, you're disgusting. <laughs> I'm kidding. What if he's like... <laughs> he's probably really nice. <laughs> yeah. I know. He's probably like the most genuine human being ever. I think he's the one that organized it all. Probably. Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, I, I, when I think of like Degrassi Junior High and High, I feel like Joey Jeremiah, as obnoxious as he is, is kind of the heart of the show, you know? Yeah. So it's like... And right. like he, he grows. He does. He does grow. And of course, shows up in Next Generation. He's actually like a pretty good dad. And like, oh, okay, he has redeeming qualities, Lauren. Gosh, way to make me feel bad. But we are not seeing that in this episode. Nope, we're so. not. We're just seeing a piece of shit. <laughs> we get back um, to the office and Leldy is going to tell the sports kid whose name is Jason? Jesse Cox. It's Jesse? Cox. <laughs> yeah. I wish you could see the way. Lawrence is Cox and she's kind of smart. It's not Jason? No, it's Jesse Cox. What the fuck? Why did I think his name's Jason? Am I? I don't, I don't know. Is that a problem? Okay, well. Yeah, I feel like I, I heard it the first time, so I wrote it down. And then every other time, like, that I kept on hearing either Jess or um, Jesse. Huh, okay. Well, Jesse, um, he's a sports announcer and he, like, announces, like, the boys are playing, have, he's on the soccer team. He's like, oh, yeah, boys are going to play soccer today. And then neglects to like give the girls a shout out for actually winning their match and going to the finals, which is a big deal. Going to the state final. Yeah. yeah. What a little dickhead. And LD is not happy. And I wouldn't be happy too. She shouldn't like, yeah, justifiably upset. Yeah. She got, she got upset. Um, and then they, she basically confronted him, but like right before that, I think she was trying to talk to Melanie about it of like, oh my gosh, how could they do this to this? Like we matter too at this school. And then Melanie is just like thinking about Snake and how he's, how he smiled at her. Ellie's like the one girl in this show who like, or at least in this episode who like, is like trying to fight for a cause. Like no, everyone else seems kind of just indifferent (laughs) to it. And she's like, guys, like. This is sexist. Like, what's wrong with all of this you? This is not okay. Broads, come on. She she was ahead of her time. Oh yeah, I wasn't she one of the was she one of the girls when um all the way with Stephanie K happened? Who was like, this is sexist. She couldn't she call it out, or is that another girl? That was that was the the girl with like that we have yet to see again with the beret and cool fashion. Yeah, I think she died. <laughs> Rest in peace. But even before she confronted um this dumb kid, um we get Yick and Arthur again, and they're like, oh like let's. Let's stalk Snake to see why he's tall. It's just like very like, oh guys, who cares? Like, guys, like, you're going to grow. Calm down. 
but it was I thought it was so funny that they were just like creepily like hiding behind a tree. Again, Arthur behind a tree pretending Arthur's that no one sees him. Always creeping on somebody. And like he's always dragging poor Yik around. And to be like let's <laughs> Yik, you could be thriving and he's he's dragged Yik down. Yik is like kind of cool and Arthur's always just like, "No, let's like sneak on someone." Like, "Oh, let's have to like, let's do this." Like, "No, Arthur, stop being weird. Like you are being strange right now." <laughs> But like when she when she does confront Jesse, um, he just goes on a whole like fucking sexist tirade. He's like, "Girls suck at at sports," and he called them. He's like, "Sorry, ladies." Like any person that calls a group of women ladies, you're a misogynist. I'm oh sorry. no, of course. Like you hate women. <laughs> yeah. You hate women. He's like, "Ladies, ladies, sorry." Be like, "Bitch." First of all, we're not ladies. We're middle schoolers. We're is- girls. I'm not a lady. I'm, I'm a young lady. I'm a little girl. But I do love it. LD calls them out. And she's like, "Um, we actually win matches. Like, you guys lose all the time. Yeah. He's like, we're just unlucky. It was like a roast back and forth, like a like a battle. So the girls, like, could have hyped her up a bit more. Because that was a pretty sick burn. She's like, yeah, we actually win. And, like, the, the girls were just like, oh. I'm like, no, y'all should have been hyped. Y'all should have been like, yes, LD, yes. Go on, go on, bitch. <laughs> like, they were all just kind of chilling. They needed us to be like, you know, like those, what is, what's that? Is it Reality Star? Or like, where all those, that website with all the fights on it? Oh, World Star. They needed us to like take it to a World Star level. Yes. Where it's just like one person says one thing and then like everyone in the circle around it just like backs up extremely quickly. Yeah. They're like, ooh, it just like runs around in circles. It way too much. Because like the girls, like, we're just not backing her up, which I feel like is very metaphorical what's going to happen to LD in the future. Because like, mm-hmm. like, girls, we got to stand up for each other. Like, we have to have each other's back because these men are trash. They are trash. So then, because of this, like, back and forth, um, Jesse Cox says that um, the boys could definitely beat the girls at swimming. Like, and we've got some boys versus girls action. They're like, they are yes. going to go head to head. Yeah, they were like um, talking about how, oh, well, swimming's easier than soccer and we can still beat you in the water. It's just like... They're not comparable. They're just two very different sports. Exactly. Apples and oranges. I don't think you can definitively definitively say that swimming or soccer is harder because they are they literally require very different skills. Yes. I was trying to think in my mind I had the idea of like scientifically the the type of like energy requirements it needs and they both need the same kind of energy requirements but as i'm giving this long explanation i can't remember the name of it scientifically but it's the same you know it's fine we'll we'll insert (laughs) we'll have you find that explanation you can record it like all smart like and we'll insert it and they'll be like wow lauren (laughs) knows a lot about i think i know you're talking about like the quick release something there's there's they taught us what the kind of energy like the difference like 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 sprinting sprinting is for quick release and soccer and swimming require and marathon running requires the other kind. Wow, we're learning stuff today, guys. Though you know, this whole conversation they had reminded me of high school because if I'm not mistaken, I remember our girls' basketball team being like a lot better than the boys. Oh yeah, I, I remember like people going to the girls' basketball games more than the boys' basketball games. Yeah, because we had we had good people. Yeah, on the our team. team was really. It good. wasn't me. It was the other people. <laughs> but we had good Lauren, we were we were rooting for you. We were we were all rooting for you. It's okay. I enjoyed riding the bench because it was less pressure on me to not screw up. That's fair. But yeah, our, I remember our girls' team being better. Actually, a lot of the sports, the girls got a lot of shout outs. Remember, like, the field hockey team mm-hmm. was good, too. I remember hearing about the field hockey team a lot. Yeah. So, like, girls are athletes. Like, don't be jealous. Boys ain't shit. Boys ain't shit. As we'll see in this episode, because, like, the boys in this episode <laughs> are just, like, being, like, such little toads. I hate them. And at a young age, which makes it even more disgusting, because then you know that they were taught that. Yeah. And also, it's pretty realistic, though. Because, like, boys oh, I yeah. boys in middle school were, like, this, like, just mm. annoying and just immature all the time. Later, after that, like, kind of exchange, LD and Melanie are, like, chatting. Sipping on some milkshakes. They're sipping on some milkshakes. And it makes my, t- my tummy hurt just thinking about it. Um, But the... <laughs> I'm like, I'm intolerant. So I'm like, yes. Yeah. So like, oh, you're just drinking milkshakes? Oh, my God. I would, I would die. And like you said, LD is like going on her whole, like, boys are misogynist. And of course, Melanie is just like, I like snake. I want a bra. So LD's like, shut up, bitch. We're going to Kmart to get a bra. It, yeah, I think whatever the Kmart equivalent is for um, Canada. And yeah, they, I just saw the, the sign for Wonder Bras. Do they even sell Wonder Bras anymore? I think so. I like Elsa never have actually seen a Wonder Bra in real life. I think once I started buying bras, I didn't know what they were. That's, I, I never saw them. That is actually, I'm actually going to look at that because I, 
I want to say that Wonder Bra is still a thing because I never purchased one. Um, but I feel like Wonder Bra still is being made. Maybe not. I mean, to be honest, I need to go bra shopping. This actually reminded me. I was like, I need to go buy more bras, which is so funny because like <laughs> at that age, getting your first bra is so exciting. Then you start wearing them and you like one, hate wearing them. And two, you're just like, ugh, I have to go buy them. They're so expensive. I'm like, ugh. I'll just keep wearing the same crappy ones until they fall apart. I remember for like a like for a long time. I'm trying to think of the first time ever. I for a long time I didn't wear bras with under underwires. Really? I want to say like I guess I was in high school when I brought my bought my first underwire bra. I mean like I bought like they weren't sports bras, but they were just like you know the supportive bras that don't have wires. Again, this is my extreme tomboy phase because what what difference does it matter if it's a bra? Oh, sorry. Just so you know, wonder bra is still a thing continue oh okay but for yeah for like a long time like i used to sleep on my bras because they didn't have wires mm. and then i used to not get it like why do people think bras are so uncomfortable and then my boobs got too big that i had to start wearing a wire bra and i was like okay i get it you know it's just so let's just say the grass is always greener on the other side because there was also a time where i was like couldn't i couldn't wait to wear a bra i have big boobs and now I personally feel like my breasts are too big for my body and they are a hindrance to me. Not enough to be like breast reduction, but like they're they're enough. <laughs> I, could, I yeah. could I could do with less. And I definitely remember like I got boobs at a very young age. Mm. Again, I was tall, got boobs at a young age. It like boob like enough for my mom was like, you need to buy a bra. <laughs> She said it like that. She's like, you need to buy a bra. But I remember like my first bra was like, it literally was like a sports bra kind of like setup, but it had, I don't even think there was much like elastic in it. Like it was just like kind of like a, like a shirt. Like a short undershirt. Yeah. But like a bra length. But the thing about the day, I'm like, what is that doing? Like, I mean, it's like the whole like training bra thing, which I'm pretty sure it's just a creation of like the bra industry to just sell bras. Yeah. Cause it, there's, there's no, younger, no yeah. sense like the whole training bra like what like it doesn't it's not like it's helping you to do anything like it i think they they, they yeah. sold it when they first started coming out as like oh it's a way to kind of like shape your breasts when they're growing i'm like you don't need that like yeah. you're fine like let your little little bibs do their thing and i think that's what melanie had gotten at the store because like i remember she mentioned it later she's like oh like i don't wear it for padding i wear it for shaping like which i mean to be honest when i first saw her i thought she stuffed it i was like did she stuff her bra and then it was like no yeah she's like that's just the, the, what the bra does i'm like oh <laughs> i love the lady at the whatever place kmart was like this old old just precious woman that i first was kind of i was like oh she's about to like make them get out the store or something or like make her come back with her mom but she was so supportive she was like she's like much like a bra she was so supportive <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like is it what did she say she held her up she held up this like lacy little training bra it's lovely isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Ew, <laughs> you're so weird. <laughs> I know, I'd be like, um, okay, thanks. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's a cotton bra. Grandma, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how she, like, she, like, was so aggressive when measuring her for her size. I was just like, I don't think, she, I'm like, does she need to be measured? Like, come on. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it's, like, part of the experience. It makes you feel like, oh, I'm, like, growing up, I'm getting measured. <laughs> sure. <laughs> also, I've never been measured for a bra. I was measured for a bra at Victoria's Secret, um, specifically because I was trying to buy a, a strapless bra. Oh, yeah, and like when you the death of us I all. I hate them, but like that's like one bra where you really do need to get measured for it because it can like be like the like the the end of you if it doesn't work out. So I got measured at Victoria's Secret, and that's when I recognized my boobs are ginormous, and I was like, "What's going on? <laughs> when did this happen? Like, Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> but now I have a strapless bra because of it, and it's a pretty good bra. I have a good strapless bra too, but like they're never comfortable though. No, they're literally like Satan's. Like they're Saint. They're two bags of Satan that you put your breasts in. They're not fun. <laughs> no one likes strap. They're Satan bags. No one likes wearing a strapless bra because it's like like I could I could live without wearing strapless bras to be honest. I know, and like there's there's one dress I just got, and so I was wearing a strapless bra with it, and I'm like I probably could just not wear a bra with it. Ooh. I mean, like, it, in certain situations, I want to just, like, wear it out to, like, brunch with the family without a bra. <laughs> 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 like, 
you know, because just because I hate wearing strapless bras so much because they get so uncomfortable. Yeah. I just wish it was more acceptable to like let your bra strap show. Yes, exactly. I, I mean, recently I wore a dress that like has like a spaghetti drap, like spaghetti strap mm-hmm. sundress. And I, I just, I just wore a bra. You can see my straps. I didn't care. I was going to a grocery store. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not putting on a strapless bra to go to the grocery store like a psychopath. The underwire is stabbing me in my heart. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I refuse. It's fascist. Okay. <laughs> Lucy taught me a word, so that's what I say all about everything. We'll be right back after a quick break. So, like, after um, Hype Bra Lady gives her a bra, um, Steph and LD are in the bathroom. And I feel like Steph is spending a lot of this episode just, like, primping and prodding at her. Like, she's half the time she's just, like, teasing her hair. Wait. I didn't see this scene. Yeah, yeah. Steph and LD are in the bathroom, and um, LD's like, "Wait, did you watch it? Did you watch it on Prime or YouTube?" I watched it on Prime. That's why. Wait, because this season what? Because <laughs> yeah, there was the scene you're talking about right now was not in it. So, <laughs> Sneak's jaw is on the floor right now. Guys, am I watching an uncut version of Degrassi? <laughs> I think so, and I need to start doing that too because I'm missing so I'm out. I'm gonna tell you what I saw. Maybe, maybe you saw it. Maybe you just missed it. It was a, it was a very quick scene. No, because you said Steph's in the bathroom? Yeah, Steph and LD. No, because I watched it twice. It wasn't there. Oh, my God. Well, the scene, the one I saw. YouTube is fascist. (laughs) YouTube (laughs) is censoring us. (laughs) Yeah, LD and Steph are in the bathroom, and LD asked Steph to announce the the race, and Steph is like, oh, yeah, like, can I wear my my brand new hot pink bikini? Oh, my gosh. I hate her so much. Oh, my God. I can't believe you didn't see it. So, like, she, like, says that. And I'm like, okay, girl, can you not? Like, Steph, can you just, like, fall back a little bit? So, they're like, (laughs) that's when, like, Mel comes out of the, Melanie comes out of the stall. And she's, like, wearing her bra. And she's like, do you notice anything different? And, like, that's when, like, they're like, oh, yeah, nice bra. Okay, yeah, I saw her when she, the scene I saw that started after they bought the bra was when she. Comes out of the stall. Like, yeah, into the hallway. (laughs) And Caitlin and Susie are like, I feel like they're those friends that are like, oh, we feel obligated to say something, but she's being so obnoxious about it that we need to be nice and say something. I'm still floored though that there was like a, there was a whole scene that reveal. Wow. Okay, like I feel like I'm like watching a different show now. You are. Yeah, like I mean, in the next scene, like Mr. Radich like comments on Melanie's like tits. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Too gullible. I am way too like, gullible. Prime is wild. <laughs> it's like no, that's not true. That didn't happen. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'll just have to start watching our primes. Actually, I'm almost I'm almost curious if we just kept watching it this way. So like, what? What is the difference between the two? Because it gets crazy. I didn't realize that. That's the only one so far. Yeah, it's yeah. the only one. Okay. So anyway, yeah, like, you know, just like Susie and Caitlin are just like cool bra girl. But of course, Joey ruins it. Ugh. Okay, and this is where I thought it was stuff too, because it just seemed like such a big difference. I was like, oh, did she like stuff her bra? Yeah. Like, okay, like, yeah. bold move. Um, But he's like being <laughs> disgusting, and he's like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, him and his friend, like, oh, I didn't know melons were in season. Like, oh, more like blueberries. Like, it's like, ew. Like, such little boy. And he sneezed and's like, got any Kleenex? And then just like, terrible comedy report. You don't laugh that hard at your own joke. Come on, no, man. No, you never do. Also, like, wow, like, you're making fun of the girls' boobs. Like, boy, like ugh, boys at age. And it's like, it's always the people that are so insecure about their own selves and how they're perceived by other people. They're like, well, gotta skew the attention to someone else. Yeah. Also, I feel like, well, one, I mean, there's that whole, though, I feel like this has become an excuse for, like, for adolescent boys is to be like, oh, well, they mature slower, which I feel like allows them no. to kind of just be assholes. But I think, I mean, there is some truth to it. I think that boys that age just like one are so like lack any kind of empathy about what girls are experiencing and what it's like to be like female and 12 year olds and like that's just a nightmare but i think it's also like one like their own insecurities but also just like the insecurities of the fact that like things are happening to people like we're all changing and it's kind of like that nervous energy of like oh so and so like has boobs now I don't know how to compute. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not excusing it, but I feel like it's part of it. It's just like being shitty, but also just yeah. like, you just don't know what, how to act. Like, and somebody needs to teach you how exactly. to be a person. <laughs> I wrote, someone needs to slap him. And then I wrote, Melanie's boobs are perky McGurky. They're so perky. <laughs> like, they're just like, ding. <laughs> My boobs haven't been that perky in so long. I was kind of jealous of Melanie. I was like, mm, there was a time. Oh, uh, 
young tits. The girl enjoy it because one day those, <laughs> those they're gonna be pointing down. They will not be looking straight ahead any much longer. I know they will be downcast. The deflated balloon makes just like a little <laughs> bit each year. Each year a little bit more deflates. <laughs> yeah. I'm just making fart noises. You- I'm sorry. <laughs> When you have like a like a like really old birthday balloon, and then it just like it starts it up high at the ceiling, and then as, as months go by, it just gets a little bit lower. That's boobs. Low. That's. I mean, you're not wrong. And eventually, they're just like little like withered, like little dead balloons. I don't know if it's just true. I watched. Do you see this movie called Persepolis? No. It's like this like um like it's based off of a graphic novel. It's about Iran and like the Iranian revolution, like through the eyes of this little girl. And it's like animated. Mm. But there's a part in it where the girl's talking about to her grandma and she's talking about how like her grandma's boobs are like really good because like her grandma said you put a pencil under like your titty and if like the t- if it falls out, you know you have big good boobs. If they get stuck then they're bad boobs, which my pencil gets stuck, so fuck you grandma. And anyway Okay, what do you mean okay So you put a pencil you take the pencil and you put it under your boob and then if it stays there then your boobs are shit and if they fall then your boobs are great because your boobs are perky because like saggy tits will hold oh see i thought that was good that's what i thought and then, i thought that was good if they hold it girl according to this persian grandma <laughs> but the, the grandma's secret to keeping her boobs perky was like <laughs> every morning she gets out of the shower just like Takes two pencils, be like, ah, still got it. <laughs> well, probably. But the way she stays perky, or she stayed perky, was to like um, take two bowls of ice water and she'd like put her boobs what in them. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she took two bowls of ice yeah, water. She's got two titties. So she's got to put water one titty, yeah. that's another titty. And she puts them in. And then, like, it's supposed to like firm your boobs up. I did not try this. I promise I did not try it. I just was like, that sounds like fake news. And also, that would be so uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like so much of that is like genetics and just your own body. No, it like, totally is. She just got no, lucky. Like, Persian grandma's lying. Also, I talked about that with my students today about old wives' tales. <laughs> I was like, um, breast? <laughs> what? No, I was, I was like, because we were talking about old wives' tales. And I was just like, oh, if only I could bring that up in class. But no, it's a very mixed class, both men and women of mostly Arabic descent. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> be like so did anyone hear about the the ice bowls and the in the tits has anyone in here put their titties in ice water you you hands anyone anyone <laughs> then the old the oldest woman in the class is like 10 years strong <laughs> we're gonna do a test right now we're all gonna stick pencils under our breasts and if your pencil stays your tits are shit they fall your tits are the tits see <laughs> your tits are the tits oh my god we talked a lot about boobs just now anyway uh, so um so the boys but the boys are afraid of competing against the girls yeah, like they they're because they know they go yeah, because they're talking and like uh wheels and like the other kid are like yeah but you understand that they're like in, on the swim team right like they're gonna beat us because they've literally practiced this every day and we yes. don't and um jace jesse's um yeah. solution is like oh well just add snake to the soccer team even though he sucks because snake is a good swimmer i just thought that, like jesse was the epitome of toxic masculinity in oh, the yeah. scene i can't stand to lose in a fucking swimming race swim meet against girls because that would bring our gender down like bro come on now like get yourself like, together and you don't speak for your gender shut up i know because like no one else was going as hard as he was like he just couldn't let no, it go he was very like adamant that like we need to like he said oh, you're not men you're boys we well, no, no, he said we're not boys we're, yeah. he said, we're men and i was like no you're boys like stop it mm. you're a child <laughs> also can we talk about <laughs> Did you hear the entire scene that the Asian kid, there's there's Wheels, Jesse, and another Asian kid from the mm-hmm. soccer team, and he just was constantly munching on carrots the entire <laughs> So scene. did you hear him? <laughs> yes! <laughs> because, like, he would, okay, so, like, I think there, like, Jesse said something, and then it, the camera panned over to Wheels and the Asian kid, and he just was, like, it was, like, an awkward moment, because they're, like, they weren't taking it as seriously uh-huh. as Jesse, and so they were just kind of, like, uh and then he, the asian kid like i'm i'm assuming it was like uh it wasn't scripted oh. like yeah he just was like like slowly snapped off a piece of the <laughs> stick and then the rest and i think like the rest of the scene like the mic kept on picking up him like <laughs> like it was he just was, like doing a mukbang <laughs> <laughs> 
like oh my gosh and that like i think he was just like you know when there's like an awkward situation you're like i need to get out of here and so you're just like like awkwardly like sipping water or awkwardly like trying to gather your things so you can leave like he was awkwardly eating a carrot Mm. that's my new react like react like a reaction of things when things are awkward i'm like i'm just gonna eat this carrot and you know it's so freaking loud so everyone (laughs) hears every time i wish someone on set had been like hey like give this kid a Twinkie instead, like, so he's not making so much noise on the mic. I didn't catch that, but that's probably really annoying. I'll have to get a screen grab for it for Instagram, but it was so funny because he was literally just like, he has these, he has vo- as we say, bula-sized yeah. glasses of the 80s, and he just is like, like, the slowly, like, you put it, the carrot in your mouth, you sink your teeth into the carrot, and then you do the snap, but it, like, overall, it takes, like, three seconds for all that to happen for a dramatic effect. Dramatic carrot eating. It's my favorite kind of carrot <laughs> eating. So, then we get Yick and Arthur, and and they're still fucking following Snake around like weirdos. Because like, oh, we have to see what Snake eats. And we'll know to... Or as Arthur was like, if we see what Snake eats, then we'll know how to eat. And then we'll be tall. <laughs> I think like that's how he talks, right? Like, it's very like... Yik, yik. If we do... Shut up. Like, I shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> He's always just like... You know, like, his mouth is always moving so much. He's such much. a fucking and Toby Isaacs. Like, and she's like, you're so annoying. Yes. God. Uh, he is Toby-itis. <laughs> Toby-itis. <laughs> Toby-itis. Toby-itis. <laughs> They're watching Snake eat, and, like, uh, when that happens, Jesse comes up, and he's, like, starts to smooth talk to Snake. He's like, yeah, like, yeah, like, join the soccer team. Like, I can get you on. And Snake's like, yeah, okay. Like, but Snake feels weird about joining, because he's like, well, like, I he, Which makes me love yeah, him so much. he's a good so kid, because he knows, like, he knows he's not good. Like, he knows his strengths. Like, I'm not good at soccer. I didn't get on the team the first time. I feel like they're using me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, mm, I feel like I'm being used in this situation. Like, like, like he, he knows right himself. <laughs> about it he he knows his self-worth you know i really i like that like he knows like who what he's about he's like i know yeah. i'm not good at soccer and he's also eating yeah. yogurt and this is important to you can fucking arthur uh, they, they like take out their notepads be like yogurt got it it's like, guys <laughs> shut up you're just gonna be short forever or maybe not maybe next summer you'll come back and you'll be like 12 feet tall like that's normal mm-hmm. Can we talk about the next scene in Mr. Radish's class? Uh, yes, we may. Please usher us into that hell. So, okay, well, first of all, the scene opens with Mr. Radish dramatically reading some poetry or Shakespeare in or that something. Voice. Is he Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> like, why is no one else like crazily looking at him like mr Ratch, what are you doing like they're probably used to it by now be like here, here he goes again theatrics. like <laughs> it's like this is the one thing he enjoys <laughs> teaching and he's just all for it he took one he's in one com- uh, community theater production of like oliver <laughs> twist and now he's like thinks he's fucking actor what was it last week we talked about he was a porn star oh yeah so like, obviously, teaching in community theater does not pay well. So he has to subsidize that with porn porn work, the porn industry, sex work, as the woke people would say today. Oh, absolutely. And you know the porn industry was just booming in Toronto in the 80s. Oh, he was constantly getting calls. Yes. For dick appointments. <laughs> Is that what they would call them? Um, I think, like, that's more of, like, for a hookup. I think, like, for, like, for porn, oh. I think it's, like, a legitimate casting. Like, you do get cast. Yeah, I think there is an audition. I'm pretty sure there's an audition process. <laughs> Anyone that's a sex out sex worker out there, um, let us know what the what it's called. Yeah, I like to, I love to know how like people get into porn. Yeah, especially in Canada. What's that? What's that? Um, that process like? If there are any porn stars in Canada that listen to this podcast, hit us up. I know. What's the porn industry like in Canada? Honestly, send us a though? link or don't don't do that. I'm sure. I'm sure there is. There's a porn industry everywhere. That's true. There's a porn industry and in, like. Like Lincoln, Nebraska, probably. <laughs> like probably booming. Oh, that's where all like the like uh, outside the highway XXX video in toy stores. Like lot lizards, like there's <laughs> truckers, like oh there's all kinds of porn in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm so sure. Because there's nothing else to do. That's why. Yeah, like everyone. I actually think that like the um like Lincoln, Nebraska's economy is actually like primarily porn. You know what? I would I would bet on that. Yeah, I think that like that's how like I would say like eight. 80% of like Lincoln, Nebraska's like revenue every year is from porn. Def- approximately, yes. That's yeah. like gotta be true. Like, don't even, don't even look it up. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking dare you to look it up. I'll fucking fight you. <laughs> 
So yeah, like, um, and of course, fucking Joey. Was it even Joey? Who was it? Joey who did it? No, I don't. I only think he was in the class. So it was, it was other, like it was another boy. Yeah. So Mr. Redditch is like getting in character. Mrs. Doubtfire reading whatever poetry or literature is. It's actually just the novelization of Mr. And Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> there's there's like this one like olive toned not white male who has big glasses and i remember he was in the episode of people that decided to take drugs with melanie and her friend that i'm forgetting her name kathleen oh um, yeah uh-huh. and then they all got gypped so i remember he was one of those people but people that we've seen and i think also the black kid that is still unnamed that's been hanging around joey making fun of melanie as well yeah so they're all sitting behind her and they're like like whispering like you know patting each other's shoulders like oh do this do this and so that's when the guy that you know he was getting high with melanie a few episodes yeah i thought you guys were friends and now he's trying to like snap her bra and make her scream in front of mr radich and and kill the scene i know mr radich was like at the climax of the scene and you like fucking ruined it has anyone ever snapped your bra no i've only seen it in movies um again maybe i was too tall and intimidating i don't know (laughs) but what about you like one silver lining i guess i don't think i don't think anyone ever like snapped my bra I, I don't yeah. like rec- I I don't recall that ever happening. I think in terms of, like developmental stuff that like I got teased for was more like just like I don't I don't actually now that I think about it, I don't even think I don't remember boys really ever saying anything to me about like my body. I remember I called I called ugly ones by this kid. Everyone like, oh I'm ugly, oh okay. But, like I don't think anyone ever like teased me for my boobs or like my body or like touched me in any like weird way like i i don't i didn't either happen to me maybe i don't know maybe i repressed it but also i remember thinking for maybe we can get into this later at the end of the episode we're recapping but i definitely like in my immature mind i remember like for the girls that were in my mind getting attention from boys but in retrospect it was harassment like i remember i almost sometimes felt jealous because they were getting attention yes but and all that i was probably on the outside looking in so i 100 percent agree like there always was like the girl who like was probably a little more developed that was mm-hmm. always and i 100 percent felt like oh like they just like like her and it takes now yeah. being like no they were being very inappropriate with this girl exactly. and like i i wish i could almost find those girls and be like what was that like like did you, how did you feel like did you feel right. like as adults now like did you feel like objectified or like you know like what was that like because i never really didn't occur to me in the time but like they probably felt kind of weird let's find someone from high school and interview them oh my god yes or middle school yeah and and now because like um because of this like apparently a lot of the boy not just because of the bra stuff but a lot of the girls are backing out of swimming who they're saying they have their periods they're just like they can't do it i feel like a lot of it does have to do with like feeling self-conscious about the boys and just like men just like it's it's it's, you know it's really sad how early boys learn how to demoralize women Mm. like already know how to just like i'm just gonna make you feel bad about yourself and then you're not gonna Mm -hmm. perform well and now i'm the ceo exactly i'm a secretary it's the patriarchy doing that because they know that if we if they don't kind of capitalize on our insecurities then we're gonna meet them because we are superior yes yes <laughs> i bleed for seven days a month and i don't die thank you i am superior okay i think it was sad but it was also just like it took up it took me back just the kind of mentality of like not even just boys but just being so self-conscious of what other people think yeah, and like at the the peak and height that it is at in middle school, I was just like, oof. Yes, yeah, so after the bra snap, like she kind of like shrinks into her chair, and then later she's talking to Melanie and LD are talking, kind of discussing because they're talking about the stairwell, and Melanie's like, I don't think I'm not gonna swim, and everyone else is dropping out the swim meet. Yeah, and it was just really unfortunate, like that you know she was just so so put down that she just didn't want to face the possible embarrassment. A hundred percent. But I also completely understand it as well at that age. Yes. It's it's like, I don't think, I don't think Melanie's being irrational at all. I think she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I remember being that age and just being like hypersensitive to everything and what everyone's doing and always thinking I was being laughed at. So like I a hundred percent understands, understands that. I hundred percent understand that. But like after yeah. that, um, so now Snake is on the soccer team and he's bad. <laughs> he is not good. <laughs> I, I wrote down that snake is to soccer as arthur is to basketball they should link up they should they, they need to become best friends they do but yeah snake was not 
not doing well. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. And they were all, the rest of the team was trying to downplay it because they wanted him on the swim team. They're like, it's okay. Like, he kicked it's the okay. ball all far. Like, the one Asian kid is like, it's all right, all right, I got it, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the carrot kid. He's, he's, just, kind of, he's pretty funny, actually. That was actually, like, well, like, pretty good comedic time. And I'm like, hey, I got yeah. it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> He's diffusing those situations. He knew what he was doing with that carrot stick. And he knew what he was doing with that line. <laughs> he's, he's making, like, choices. Um, so <laughs> we get back to Yick and Arthur. They spy some more. It's dumb. They buy candy because Snake eats candy. Back to LD and Jason. I hate that because b is so fucking stupid. I don't care. Um, LD and J- um, Jesse are at the bike racks. And Jesse is just, like, trash talking. And I want to punch him. I feel like his kind of, his kind of just obnoxiousness... Like he has got to have witnessed that from from a older male failure, like a father or someone, because and that's not normal. Just to kind of like like that kind of competitiveness and be like, I need to win. I need to like that's not that's just not some natural thing that kids are like at that age, just like trying to do. Like he was so like freaking hype, so hype. Also, for some reason, like for the longest time, I was watching this episode. I thought he was the. I'm not gonna spoil this, but I thought that he was the character Luke who we see later on. If you remember, if you remember Luke, Vaguely. we see Luke like later in Grassy Junior High when something happens to Shane McKay. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh. I thought they were the same person, but like the same actor, but they're not. Not all black people look the same, Sinead. I know. I, I, I fell into that <laughs> trap. I was like, yeah, same person. I was like, nope. So, you know, we're, you know, we're about to start up with the, um, finally with the race. And of course, Joey's taking bets. And like, is this like, also, is this like a school sanctioned race? I feel like they decided one day to do this and like, they just did it like without like supervision. Yeah. And I'm also like, I'm assuming that the pool is at the school. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Cause no one, no one's traveling to go see a swim meet. Like it's not that big of a deal. You know? I hate to break it to the girls swim team though. It's their window was, wind was great. Honestly, yeah. in general, people didn't go see the swim meets at all. No. Boy or girl. We just, people didn't nope. go see the swim team. That's facts. Yeah, I guess, yeah, unless you're, like, family or, like, really close friends with someone. Right, like, I never went to a swim meet because I didn't know anybody who was on the swim team or cared enough to <laughs> see them swim. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're back at the locker room, and, like, the girls, most of the girls have, like, ditched out on it. Most of them are not going to be swimming, mm-hmm. and, you know, Aldi's super disappointed, and, like, of course, you see Yik and Arthur still, and they're just being, a, you know, I'm not talking about Yik and Arthur anymore, Okay, they're they're fucking short. They decided to try to stretch themselves out. Your plot has ended for, Your plot's for the done. episode. It's done. It's <laughs> stupid. So Jesse and Melanie are in the hallway, and he's like so thrilled that Melanie's not swimming because he knows that they suck, and Melanie's a good swimmer and she's exactly. fast, and he knows that if she swam, they would probably lose. Yep. He is so toxic. He is so <laughs> like just trash. I know. And like right after that, Mel Melanie and Snake run into each other, and they're so cute. They had like a little, like a slight meet cute, you know? They do. And like, it's super cute because they're both kind of like struggling with their bodies. Like she doesn't, she doesn't admit it to him, obviously, but she's like, you know, she's afraid to be laughed at when she goes to swim. And he's like, yeah, I'm bad at soccer. And he's like, ever since I got like this tall, like I just don't know what my body doesn't know what to do with itself. And I'm just like, oh, you're like, you're like, you have growing pains. You're just like a little lanky boy. It's like really cute. But he gives her a pep talk and he's just like, yeah, don't stop what you want to do, what you love doing just because you're afraid people are going to be laugh at you. And I was like, that's that really was nice. such good advice. Yeah, I loved that. I loved their conversation that they had. I thought it was so encouraging. And he came from like a like an understanding point of view. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this is just how middle school goes. Like, everyone hates it. Like, you're not... Because, I mean, that's the mentality for this anxiety and nervousness is that you think you're the only one and yeah. everyone's looking at you and how worried you are. Yep. And it's just like, no, that's everyone. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is puberty. This is hell. We are all yeah. living in hell right now. No one's having a good time. <laughs> They say they're having a good time. They're lying. Exactly. The meet finally, like, officially begins. And Melanie is just like, okay, so this is like a random side note. Melanie's hair is very strange. And I've decided I know what it is. The actress has very thick hair. And the hair's cut too short. And it's not, it needs to be thinned out. And that's why it looks like a penis. Her head looks like a penis. Like, it has like a little like mushroom, oh and then, like she's like a, she's, like, a yes. little dick. And I'm like, she needs to thin her hair out because that's why it looks so fucking awkward. Did that, was that even like like a cut that hairstyles? Was that even like a thing that people knew how to do with hair? Of course they did. I, mean, I look like someone literally just took a ponytail, 
She had long, thick hair, and they just cut straight across, and like that's all you need. And it's oh, like, she she donated for for locks of love, and then didn't style her hair. <laughs> it's very noble to give your hair to locks and love, but like, damn, don't need to walk away looking like a hot mess. Thank you. Like you have both, but Melanie decides she's gonna swim. She's like, fuck the boys, and even though Joey taunts her about being flat, LD is a real one, and she throws that little asshole in the pool. Joey comes up. Also, Joey's the king of terrible jokes this episode and he was just like you're so flat the walls are jealous like bruh really it's like so weak it's a weak joke like did you like you might as well just tell a knock knock joke like come on now (laughs) oh my gosh but yeah ld was like fuck this coming at you bruh and she like drags him into the pool i loved it it was great they should have drowned him. <laughs> they hate that. <laughs> Joey's the worst. Like we can say that because it's a it's a fi- it's a fictional character, so it's fine. We can say this. He's not a real person. Exactly. Not not the person. The actor. No, the no, character. not Pat. Um, not not Pat. I mean, like Joey. He's yeah. the worst. Um, and okay. Also, okay. So now that I think about it, you missed this scene. But when the scene that you missed, like whether she's in the bathroom with Steph, uh-huh. Steph talks about how she's gotten so good at speech writing and she can't wait to like give a speech. <laughs> And she, she talks, and I'm like, wait, was this the fucking speech you were hyping up? She just was like, swimmers at the ready. Add your mark. Boop. And that was it. I was like, you didn't do anything. Also, who gave her a starting pistol? Who gave you the authority? She's Miss Stop. She's Miss President. She's the school president. And also, I hate that she was, like, announcing it, and she kind of was doing this, like, weird, like, sexy shit, like, swimmer. It's like a little bit too. I was like, girl, you're doing too much. And so they jumped in the pool and got her wet. And she's like, <gasps> like, classic, like, poppy girl, like, Oh my, that happens in every fucking movie. Yep. Like somehow they get splashed with water and it's like the tiniest little spray and they're like, how dare they? I was rewatching Not Another Teen Movie the other night. And do you remember the scene where um, like the unpopular girl, she gets drunk, she jumps in the pool, she's soaking wet. The popular girl comes and like, she's like, oh, like you like, you're still ugly and like throws water on her and she cries, but she's already <laughs> wet. <laughs> I love that movie. That I've movie watched it is so, so fucking funny because. Wait, where'd you watch it? It was on Hulu. Ugh, I need to get Hulu. Girl, I have all this in. Name a streaming service. I have it. I have it all. Aren't there only three? Um, <laughs> I mean, those are like the three I have. I have three. <laughs> Listen, there's more. I mean, than- not, not, trying to, not trying to like knock your. No, there, knock there your are side. more than three, but I have like like the main like i have like the net but i also only pay i don't pay for netflix because that's i'm on someone else's because we all are um i have a hulu <laughs> there's just one person in the world paying for oh my everyone god, i swear <laughs> to god there's just one guy who had everyone's on his netflix i don't know how netflix makes any money because no one is paying for netflix shout out to my brother for let me also my parents don't we we all use his Netflix, but he definitely he works for cybersecurity, so he like definitely changes and like super encrypts his passwords. So like sometimes I'll try to log in and it's different, and I'm like, yo, can I get your password? Yeah, my boyfriend's the same way because he is also in like that kind of security stuff, so his passwords are all like they they get it. E F five underscore the, like how do you remember this? All my passwords are password password one <laughs> password two password three. <laughs> But anyway, like, so, um, back to the show. Um, so, like, her fucking speech is whack. Race begin. Okay, this is like, a dumb question. Do you think, do the actual actors have to swim? Do they go, um, do they, do they, do they shell out for body doubles? That, that definitely is something I, like, weird things I always pay attention to is I pay attention to be like, okay, when did the switch happen? When did the body double happen? And I didn't see it. So I think it was really them. Damn. If I was an actor on, um, this show, that's when I would have been fired. At least, at least for like the most part. Like, I think it was definitely Melanie that swam and maybe not everyone, but a lot of them I think did swim. I wonder if that's a prereq of being on Degrassi. Like, can you swim? <laughs> <laughs> maybe like maybe though like all people can swim in canada i believe that i feel like they're very active up there right like they're swimming like they're like they cross country ski and they like do curling yeah which is like a really good workout for your biceps but um so yeah so um may i guess they made these kids swim and the girls win and we freeze frame <laughs> <laughs> the freeze frame was so good on Melanie winning it for them. And I'm like, yay, Melanie. She was just like birthing out of the water and with her goggles smiling. She's reborn. She's like, yes, I'm a swan. <laughs> and they won. Fuck the boys. Fuck the boys. Let's fuck it for the boys. No, let's hear it for the girls. Uh, uh. Let's give the girls a hand. Mm, mm. <laughs> Ooh, that was beautiful. 
Or I'm like, so like jam. I love that song. It's, I know, it really it's is like so from good. From Footloose. And like the scene when she's, he's teaching him how to dance. It's so fun. I need to watch that show now. Or that movie again. It's so good. It's a fun montage of them dancing together. Oh, and like a corn, in like Bacon. a cornfield. Kevin Bacon mm. was like weirdly hot. But I feel like he shouldn't he have been. A, he was a snack. A chocolate covered bacon. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm tired. I don't know. I... But that was the episode. That was it. That was it. Um, Lauren, what was um, what was the moral? Moral of the story was fuck what everyone else says. Mm-hmm. You do you, boo. Mm-hmm. Paraphrased, of course. Um, yeah, just like everyone in middle school and really past middle school, everyone in life is always thinking that they're dumb as shit and does and look weird and everyone's laughing at them. But at the end of the day, like if you really love something and you're good at it. Just go do it because fuck the haters, you know? Yes. Fuck the haters with a Z. Haters. No, I totally agree with that. Um, It's a weird time and your body's yes. changing and it's going to be okay. Meanwhile, Yik and Arthur are still hanging off of those jungle gym bars trying to stretch. They're still there right now. Like in 2019, those actors are still just hanging there. Also, Loki, um, like that's the exercise that old older people do in China to like stretch their back. I'm going to find a picture. I believe it. It probably feels really good. Because I mean, you're, you're just like your weight's just pulling on your spine it probably feels delicious but like you'll just be walking down the street also and you see this like grandma like hanging off <laughs> oh they're not like at a gym they're just like no. <laughs> in like a door frame just like hanging yes. off but yes it's definitely a real thing <laughs> who would you say you were in this episode i would say that i'm not as we kind of discussed earlier i'm not melanie i would probably be maybe either caitlin or Susie, probably Susie, because caitlin i think at one point actually sticks up for melanie and be like hey joey like leave her alone you know kind of thing but Susie's just kind of like <laughs> like looking back and forth like she's like me uh, <laughs> yeah so i think i think not in a bad way but as we discussed like i in my mind back then like i was just kind of like outwardly thinking of like oh man like why is joey giving her all the attention like because back then you think you like you do bad things to people you like you know that was the narrative we were taught problematic exactly yeah i definitely i was an outsider looking in on melanie so i wasn't i would say any any of the any of the extras (laughs) this episode what about you Uh, i don't know i think i was mr radich like fucking reading. <laughs> this is doubtfire, don't, yes. Doubtfire was reading a book. <laughs> it's like, no. Uh, I mean, I think I have Mr. Radish every day of my adult life. Who I am, I, I feel that. In this episode, you know, I think I was probably a Melanie. Not, mm. I think just because I was, I was always very like hyper conscious of what people thought about yeah. me. And like, it enough that it would stop me from, um, Mm-hmm. Doing what I want to do until a, a lanky tall boy told me to do what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start with our fashion. What do you think for this episode? Um, I actually think the fashion was pretty good in this. We got some like really I thought it was too. Looks. We got um, we got a Kmart cotton bra. It was cute. Um, we got a um, we got a tie. Melanie was wearing a tie. Yeah, I wrote that down too. She was very like wearing that like, kind of like just like a skinny tie. Little, yeah, the skinny messy tie that girls would wear. That I thought that was always cool. That's kind of cute. Um, Snake looked very eighties. He had, like red Ray Bans and like a Hawaiian shirt. He looks eighties as fuck. Um, and I thought well, I also wrote down. Remember? Okay, so I think it was during the locker room scene when the they're getting ready for the swim meet, and Wheels is like wearing just like a classic like jock look of the eighties. It was like a fishnet, almost looking like see through <laughs> jersey, like a football jersey, and booty shorts. Sh- okay, I keep <laughs> the shortest itty bitty little boy shorts. It was it was yes. very eighties. So. With all that in mind, I would give this episode a nine in fashion. It was Ooh. very, I think like they looked like, oh, and also Steph had like super teased hair. She had frosted lips. She had like, the, I think the color blue palette. Eyeshadow. Yes, the color palette of the time, like the pink and the blue. Like she, she looked very like it was she was 80s. She was channeling Cindy Lauper for sure. Hell yeah. So that's why I would give it. A, like a nine i didn't think that far into it i did write all the same things down but for some reason i gave it a six <laughs> wow we are in um we're at an impasse i guess we can't be friends anymore okay i know that you have this so what do we <laughs> give our <laughs> you're like um shut up 
<laughs> so I'm going to change my answer. After I uh, look back on the tape and I look back at our records, I'm going to change my answer to, I'm going to change it to an eight. Let's say eight. Maybe I think okay. I'm being too kind. We can say eight. I feel like it's like sometimes like I'm too kind and you're like, no, it wasn't that big of a deal. And then sometimes <laughs> it's the opposite. I was like, I'll give them a 15. <laughs> uh, okay, eight trapper keepers for that one. All right, what do you think about the Canadian this for this episode? So did you hear any like cool slang? We got an A. Any, we got an A. I heard lots of stories. There's always lots of stories because like that's how they say it. And also Canadians are very polite. So I know. We hear lots of stories. Um, I would say... Um, I did hear... At one point, Jesse was like, no sweat, stay cool, like relax. And I haven't heard no sweat in so long. That's true. Yeah. I don't think I'm like, I've heard like stay, stay cool, probably, but like no sweat is kind of like, yeah. So I'd probably give it like a five. Yeah. I gave it a 4.5. Okay. Um, we'll, Let's give it a five. We'll give it a five. All right. So what did you think about the acting for episode five? Um, so it didn't really move me. I, there were not, yeah, there weren't any like really big dramatic moments. So I would give it like a three. That's exactly what I gave. Yes. Awesome. And last but not least, did it go there? Um, so this episode, stakes weren't super high, though I think that for the audience that they were sending this out to, I think the message was still very important. So That's all that true. considered, I would actually give it like a five or six. I gave it a five because I, I agree. Like it was like the the message was important, but again, our kind of our lever or thing to kind of measure up against is like, did anyone die? Did anyone <laughs> overdose? Did, did anyone, anyone get pregnant? Did anything life changing happen? No, life altering. I should say. All right, then we can go with a five then. Okay. And given all of that, that leaves us with a whopping twenty one. Trapper keepers. 21 with what 21 trapper keepers? That means that the great race in our um definitive ranking, which we will be posting online so that you can also follow along. Um, oh, it means yeah. that the the great race is now one above Kiss Me Stuff, but one below the cover up. So it's number three right now in the ranking. Yeah, so we're we're getting in there. The great race actually ranked a lot higher than I thought it would. It was too. I think when I finished it, I was like Okay, well, that was that was okay. <laughs> like it was yeah, <laughs> not like uh, the most not like the most memorable episode. All right, well, that was our episode five, the big race. I think it was a good one. As we just said, I'm just repeating myself. <laughs> no, it's fine. I think it was a pretty good one. Be sure to you know subscribe, leave a comment, um, a review on the podcast. Again, just a plug where we are on the internets. On Twitter, we're at everybody ws pod. Instagram, we are at everybody underscores wants underscores something pod. I'm on Instagram too. I am at s e y underscore s m y t h e. What about you, Lauren? I am also on Instagram. You can find me at Lauren's China Life. My name is spelled L-A-U-R-E-N-S China Life. Um, on Instagram, you can follow us, see what's popping, what's cooking, what's good looking. I'm not. Hey, I'm tired. We're tired. We're both very tired. <laughs> yeah. But um, as as we discovered today in, in today's episode that the the videos might be different from YouTube to Prime, but you can follow along with us on YouTube and watch each episode and you can also find them all together on Amazon Prime Video as well. Yep. Um, and we are putting out episodes every Friday, so um, if you want to be, you know, having a discussion with us, do you remember that meme that came out it was like this one kid sitting next to like a poster with like two other people on the poster and he was laughing with the people on the poster. But <laughs> No, but that sounds fucking hilarious. And it was like, This is me when I listen with my friends from my podcast. <laughs> and it was just like it's so real. Like, cause that's I mean, that's that's why I love podcasts so much, is that, you know, you feel like you're having discussion with your friends oh, through a 100%. podcast. Yeah. And so we would love for you guys to um, you know, for you or even if you don't, who cares? We don't care. If you wanna watch along with us and then you know, talk along with us every Friday. We would love that. Yes, absolutely. Please do. And also be sure to like engage with us on social media. Cause like, what's the point if you're not being social 
on the media. Exactly. That's the best part of, you know, building communities and kind of meeting people through these awesome things through the World Wide Web. We obviously love to talk because we made a podcast. We would love to talk with you guys. We both have the gift of the yab, so we'd love to talk (laughs) to you. Yeah, but I think that's it. That's it. So thank you for for listening. And as always, goodbye, broomheads. See you later, broomheads.